Welcome everyone. I'm your host, Jenny G. Cousins, and this is Soul to Soul Connections with Jenny G. Now, in order to catch the show, you've got to subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I'm on 16 other platforms. The information will be below if you want to catch the show. If you would like to book a reading with me, soulworkwithjenny.com, and you can look me up on social media, Jenny Cousins, Jenny G., and you'll find me. There's too much to go on about. So I like to keep it short. So anyways, now on today's show, I have a dear friend of mine. And I'm really excited to have this chat with her. You're going to see what an amazing, beautiful soul, very genuine, very honest, very heart focused with her energy and her work. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a little bio from her. And I'm going to ask some questions. And you are going to clearly see who she is. And I want to welcome on my show today, Nori Love. And I'm going to give you a little information about her, as I just said. So now, Nori Love. And pay attention to that name, Love. This is what highlights me and grabs me. The first thing I noticed with Nori. Nori Love is a life doula and holistic universal nurse who combines being an RN, life coaching, hypnotherapy with personal fitness training and energy healing to empower individuals on their personal growth, health, and self-mastery journeys. With her expertise, mystical intuition, and compassionate approach, Nori helps her clients into holistic well-being and desired transformation that happens on all levels, mind, body, spirit, and soul. You can also tune into the Quantum Well-Being podcast on Broadcast Team Alpha channel Friday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time as she shares valuable insights, wisdom, biohacks, and practical tips on living a healthy, conscious, empowered life. Now get ready to be you, Bill full out. That's Maury's motto. Mo Nori's motto. If you are ready to unlock your true potential, and create a life filled with joy, purpose, well-being, and abundance, you can choose Nori as your life doula. Just reach out to her. Now, I'm going to be putting her contact information in the link below. And if you would like to contact Nori, you're going to have all of these options to do so. And again, thank you so much, Nori, for taking the time to chat with me today. Uh, thank you, Jenny. I'm so happy to be here. It's I always love talking with you. I mean, there isn't there isn't a moment that I wouldn't turn turn down to talk with you. So thank you. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. You're so yes, sweet. You know, and as I mentioned, I love that name, love. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's it's really suiting, really suiting. So now. How did you become interested in coaching and life doula work? Mm. You know, it was it was just uh, it was just a life progression. You know, if I look back when I was a little girl, um, I would, of course, I would heal birds. You know, broken birds and sick animals would would come to me, and I thought everybody was a healer. Um, so that was part of my pathway. And then when I was in school, teenagers, you know, I would be friends with some of the girls who weren't like the rock star girls and we'd all get together and I'd do their hair and we'd learn how to put on makeup together, you know, and I wanted everybody to be the best that they could be you know, including me. And, and that was a rough road because I, I, I ate my way up to 200 pounds by the time I was an adolescent. So that's, that's another story. And then 
I thought I wanted to go to nursing school, but I wasn't sure if it was me or my mother that wanted me to go. So I became a hairdresser and I did hair for 10 years, which was so much fun. And, you know, hairdressing and healing and being a nurse and being a coach, it's all the same thing. It's taking care of people, you know, so it's just it's in the fabric of my DNA that I came to this. And uh, when coaching showed up, uh, you know, I'd been a nurse for, I don't know, 30, 20 something years. And then coaching showed up and I thought, Ooh, this is a nice, you know, this is a nice pathway of, of loving and healing and helping that's outside of the hospital system, you know, because I was starting to see the handwriting on the wall there. Yeah. Um, and one thing led to another, you know, my path opened me up to other modalities, you know, being, I was, I was, I was a Reiki level one and two when I was 18, you know, eventually that opened me up to Reiki master and then hypnotherapy came my way and coaching came my way. And life doula was the perfect when life doula recently came to me, the, the language, because I always talked about end of life doula because I was a hospice nurse as well uh, toward the end of my career. And I always thought of it in terms of end of life doula. But then when I started to think life doula, talk to a cherished friend about it, I was like, oh, my God, that's everything that I do. It's perfect, you know, because I love being an advocate. I love working with people through all of the stages of their life from birth until that last breath. You know, as a coach, I love working with the emotions and as a healer, I love working with the spirit and the soul. And I umbrella all of that under the term well-being. So that's kind of how how it happened. Yeah. So so for those who don't know what the definition of Dola is, because somebody might be like, what is what does that mean? Like, what is yeah. what does that mean for, for well, those who are? not sure yeah historically a doula was kind of like a midwife before midwives came mm. to being um so it's somebody who helps you birth things then of course end of life doulas came to be but it's it's a professional person that provides support and guidance and advocacy through, like I mentioned, through the lifespan. You know, we offer emotional and practical support. We offer assistance to navigate the changes and the twists and turns in life and the important decisions that come up. And you need a neutral person to help you make those decisions. You know, it helps you with relationship transitions. And of course, you know, end of life planning, or like I have a couple of people right now that I am working with that are, you know, at end of life, we're working through that. Yeah. Wow. Did you have to do training? Like if somebody says, oh, that sounds really exciting. I mean, you're the perfect person for that. If, yeah. if somebody wanted to like to take training at all, um, is it's is it like a big process or? I I would imagine that there is a specific life doula certification, but being a double certified law of attraction life coach, then my hypnotherapy, then my Reiki, you know, I felt like life doula and being an RN. You yeah. know, yes. life doula, life doula was the perfect words yeah. that encapsulated everything that I do. I'm yeah. sure that there's probably a certification by now, but, yeah. um, but, you know, for me, it was a lifetime to arrive at this point where yeah. I felt comfortable using those words to explain what yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, like with, with all of your abilities, you know, and just everything with your knowledge and your energy with who you're about it's very very fitting very 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 fitting I mean even when I worked at the hospice myself yes. you know it it it's it is at the end of the life and everything's different of course everything's very very different than being in the hospital and and you've had all of this experience so I mean yes. if, if I was in the hospice or 
or hospital. I mean, I would want you to be my nurse and doula. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so important, you know, especially at end of life to, to Pixie's talking with us, um, <laughs> to have somebody who understands not only what's happening in the body, you know, but to know the stages, because you worked in hospice, so you know, when you know the stages, when you're like, oh, the veil's beginning to lift, and okay, they're half here, they're half there, you know, and that's when your energy work comes in, that's when your spirituality comes in, and you can really help them, and especially at the end, you know, so that they're not hovering around or lost, you know, that they make their pathway nice and clean and, and get to where they're going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what, what's the difference between coaching and life doula support? Well, you know, uh, there isn't a difference the, um, because I incorporate it. I incorporate the coaching as part of being a life do doula yeah. because I help as a companion, I help as a facilitator, I help empower people, you know, to navigate the changes in life. So my coaching is perfect at that time. You yeah. know, the interesting thing was that when I was just advertising myself, offering myself as a coach, well, Reiki would slip in, hypnotherapy would slip yeah. in. And I'm like, oh, that's not just what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. But now as a doula, that encompasses my coaching mm -hmm. and then hypnotherapy and Reiki. So it, there really isn't a difference because in under my umbrella, you know, yeah. in, yeah. in Nori's, in Nori's yeah. world, um, it's <laughs> Hard. you know it's part and parcel of of everything that i do yeah yeah and that's that combination of all of your abilities yeah. and, and talent and wisdom and experience and knowledge i mean that that's extraordinary that's extraordinary Thank because there's you. people out there who don't have anybody to talk to you know even i've seen even you've seen you know in the hospice mm. it you know you, you kind of wonder is anybody going to come to visit this person Yes. Right. And, and yes. sometimes I found that, you know, the patient, they'll talk to you more, let's say, if they feel comfortable yes. more to get certain things off their mind and such like that. And, and dealing with their family and their friends and such like that as well with support. So I can imagine that you have given so much, ex you know, like experience with support and love to the families. And the patients, they'd be like, oh, we want Nori. I don't want that nurse. Aww. We want that's, Nori. That's so sweet. I love that. <laughs> I love when that did happen. And, you know, the, the another way that this kind of came to me was I would work with my clients as, as a personal trainer, right? I work with them online. Well, when you work with somebody for six months or two years, I mean, I have some really long-standing clients, you do life with them. And in the process of doing life with them, my coaching would come in, you know, hypnotherapy would come in during their cool down, Reiki would come in. And, and that made me realize that there's there's a need for somebody who can go from A to Z and go the full circle with people. And it's such a blessing, Jen. It's such a blessing. I can't even explain it. Yeah, it, it would really, really make a difference. Because I mean, we, we've all seen whenever we've been in the hospital or even when we've had, you know, friends or loved ones in the hospice that sometimes we're like why isn't this happening or that happening and yeah. all of those things right why you know and it goes on and on and on and on with their concerns so yes. with you coming into the room you're combining all of that and yes. you would really 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 make a huge difference like I, I can already see that like really a huge difference where people are like wow I'm, I'm very grateful it's it's nori of all people just coming into the room to fluff my pillows or just to give my you. meds or like, you know, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. We, we've you. all seen. It. 
Definitely. And the, the interesting thing was, you know, when I was doing bedside nursing, having the coaching really helped me. You know, nurses, nurses have this innate wisdom and understanding of human nature. And of course, we get incredibly great training. But having the coaching, you know, in my yeah. back pocket yeah. really helped me at critical moments. You know, I could look at a family member and go, da 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 know exactly what they needed yeah. at that moment to help them, you know, make peace with what was happening. Even if it was just that their family member wasn't dying, but they were really, really sick. And, you know, you know that sickness brings out the best and the worst in families, you know, so having that coaching in my back pocket was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Such a gift. Yeah. 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 Because anybody can go in there and give somebody medications, let's say, there you go. Bye. Type thing. Yeah. Right. But I literally could see you going in there and really yeah. utilizing everything where that person actually feels it. Yes. I've and seen that. I've, I've seen that even myself. I'm like, okay, I can really see this family or patient or whatever, how they feel. Yes. No yes. matter where. And that's where the word holistic comes in because I, I believe, and I, I'm actually looking at beginning to teach nursing because our medical system is in so much trouble, but I believe in taking care of the whole person. And that includes the family that yes. includes the family. Yeah. So that's why it is holistic. And it's not just passing meds and, you know, walking somebody to the bathroom. It's so much more. It's helping people understand the, their feelings about being sick. When yeah. you navigate that well, you get better faster. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the mind frame and everything like that. Not yeah. here's your here's your prescription. Take it. There's different exactly. modalities and such like that. I, I, I completely get it. And unfortunately I had to keep a lot to myself, even when I was at the hospice and follow their rules and such like that, which I understand. However, um, yeah, it was just really sad to see for sure. So now yeah. how do you approach like helping clients set and achieve their goals? Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, everything begins with a conversation, you know, and uh, and I really look at every aspect of the person's life because whether they want to release weight, whether they're coming back from an illness or an injury, whether they just want to get in great shape, whether they have a terrible marriage. I, again, I look at the person holistically, body, mind, spirit, and soul. So I do a really in-depth assessment in all of those areas. And I formulate a coaching plan, you know, a holistic coaching plan. And, and I, we don't really, I don't list the way that things are going to go for people, but I have the plan and I'm always reviewing it and, and uh, shifting and moving with their progress or their lack of progress. Yeah, because we're, we're all different. We all handle things differently. Yes, yes. And In sometimes, you know, sometimes things need to be very strategically planned. The timing of when you are ready to move, right? When the person's ready to move, you don't move them when they're not ready to move. So a lot of things need that big overview, that constantly getting an overview of where they are for the optimal time when they're ready to make that move. Then they're going to be successful when they're ready to make that shift, that change. You know, now the changes that are aha moments are like icing on the cake. I love them and they do happen, but, but more realistically, it's very um, strategic, you know, it's strategic and it's dynamic and it's fluid and it's not linear. You don't go from A to Z, you know, you go to A to C, you go back to B, then you go to F and you go back to C and, <laughs> you know, it's a dance in life. It's an energetic dance as whether uh, as much as an emotional and a psychological dance, you know. 
because anything can happen at any given time to trigger somebody like anything at, at any given time. I mean, even when I do readings myself with somebody, yes. I read into their level of consciousness first, first of all, before anything. Yes. And then take that where they're at and help utilize them and, and shift them forward in different ways. Cause we're all different. Exactly. Right? And, and, and Absolutely. that's like, you know what I meant, even with like all the work you do, even with the nurse, somebody can walk in there, here's your meds or whatever, you know, um, and you can walk in there and okay, here's your medications. And also here's this and this and this and so on and so on and so on and so on. Right. right. There, there's right. a really, yes. really big difference with that really big difference. Yes. So yes. can you, I'm sure you have many, many, many success stories, but do you have like, like a success story that like really stands out to you um, with like how your coaching and your life doula work support? Oh, look at the baby. Oh, there you look. See, there's Pixie. I just saw that. He had to come see uh, you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yes. Oh. We're going to talk about Pixie too, by the way. I just, <laughs> okay. Oh, that that's on my questions, by the way, but, oh, I just love Pixie. Um, so yeah. So one of your success stories, um, um, you know, there's probably many, of course, but like are. one that stands out, right. Um, more than the others, let's say, or whatever, like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, a very, um, poignant one was a person who had multiple things that she wanted to shift in her life and the way that she was treated in her family and her family life was like everything in their family um, her weight and her health as a result of her weight and you know, she was whipped around by the emotions of the people around her. And that made her not be so stable in her own emotions. So that was a multi-focused pathway to get to where she is. So we worked on under one, getting to know herself right? When you're in a position like that, it's because you've lost touch with who you are. Honestly, at that moment, if she really knew what her favorite color was at that moment in time, I would say that she was doing well because she was just so, you know, so lost and came to her point of awakening and had all of those things that had to be addressed in order for her to feel like she could move forward. So we took a multifactorial approach, you know, got to know herself got very clear on who she is and what she believes in, which took a long time because she began to realize that a lot of the things that she believed because the family believed it, she didn't really believe it. So that was a really intri intricate process, you know, to get her there because she had to balance her life in the family as she realized she no longer aligned with their beliefs. And then, of course, along the way, we began to work on her weight and she began releasing weight. Jenny, I mean, just she was probably the best at, at releasing weight that I've ever seen anybody. She was so diligent, so focused, so passionate. And as the weight began to come off, her health began to get better and better. And then her, her marriage got better because that was kind of kind of yeah. bumpy because she was always whipped around by the family her relationship with her daughter became amazing you know really more um uh communicative you know and meshing and having those yummy conversations that mothers and daughters don't always get to have you know yeah. and then she's still in a state of flux in the family you know she's still navigating it but she's so confident and she can now navigate her way in the family and in life and in her job that it's just, it is literally the Phoenix rising out of the ashes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And I mean, just to have somebody who believes in you. Yes. You know, I mean, like we, we can do 101 things or whatever like that, have self-esteem issues and all of that, but all it can take is even one person, even such as yourself to 
show that person because they're going to feel it. We all have our intuition. So they're that person is going to truly feel that, you know what? Nori believes in me and I'm feeling instinctually feeling that Nori really cares about my well-being, And that, that is what I really feel. You gave her that energy of love and support and courage and self-love and opened her up and set her on her self-discovery journey. Yes. And you, you know, it's a very delicate, it's a very delicate relationship development between myself and my clients, especially, you know, there was a lot of education on uh, narcissism in, in, in that particular um, work that I did with her. So because nobody supported her and she couldn't really trust anybody it took a while yep. you know for her to understand that she could really trust me and that i was going to be there for her and she wasn't going to get slammed you know when she yeah. trusted and opened up to somebody so yes yes believing in someone and being there being rock solid steady when yeah. nobody has ever been yeah. is pivotal for people pivotal yeah yeah, it, it, it really is. And, and people can instinctually feel that. It's like if somebody says, you know, I love you, you, you know, you're either going to really feel it that that they're actually meaning that or they're going to be like, you know, Whatever. and they'll walk the opposite direction altogether. And there is a big difference with that. That's why I keep saying that there's a really big difference with how you work with people yes. than I mean how I've seen people work with other people. I mean, we all have our own way, of course. Right. But when there's genuine love and concern and, and yeah. respect for the other person without judging yes. anybody, because we have our own journey to walk upon. It, it's life-changing. It's a huge difference. It it's is like somebody's, you know, making baby steps in their progress. And all of a sudden somebody says, Oh, is that all the weight you've lost? Or, or is that the only goal that you've hit? Or is that all you've ever done? You know, just things like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody can just be like, you know what, I'm done. And then they go back to whatever it was done. Yeah. They do. And the, yeah. the, the the unfortunate part of that, it's 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 fortunate and unfortunate, is that when they go back, when they have dipped their toe in the pond of self-development, then you know, felt defeated or whatever and given up, coming back to the point of wanting to do it again is usually inspired by a great deal of pain. Yeah, yeah. You know, or a traumatic event, you know. I know you know, because you see it all the time in your work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing that I wanted to mention was, you know, hypnotherapy has helped me so much because we really had to learn to assess the way that people perceive the information that they take in. Because if, if I present information to you in a way that you don't learn well, yeah, we're not yeah, going to mesh really well. Yeah. But when I can assess, oh, she, she, she takes innuendo well. You know, like somebody, if I said to you, oh, your hair looks good today. There's one person who would go, oh, my hair looks good today. Then there's another person who goes, so what does that mean? My hair didn't look good all the other times, right? So we need to know which person I'm working with so I know how to craft (laughs) my language, right? So I'm most effective, yeah. (laughs) I love your hair, by the way. I've said that. Thank you. I, it's it's getting back. Yeah, I love I it. A, I, lo- I, I love it. De- I took a detour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we all believe me. I've had my detours right. oh, with my hair. Good God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like if, if somebody was going through like a lot of stress, let's say, right. One of your clients is like, you know what, Nori, I'm like stressed out for whatever reason. What, what would you say to them? So Right in the beginning, um, and I know there's a lot of coaches that do it in different ways, but the first thing that I do is to to try to soothe the person. 
there's nothing that I'm going to say that's going to reach you until I bring you down, till I help your nervous system get to a place where you can receive it. So I'm all about explaining this is time limited. This is not going to go on forever. You know, it looks like it's this big, but let's look at all of this. And suddenly we see that, you know what, it's really only this big. So I like to kind of rein in the stress and get the person to a more peaceful place and then begin to, you know, walk the path on, okay, what, you know, what are you in the place that you can really do? If to tell somebody who is completely stressed out of their mind to sit down and meditate is the most ineffective, ineffective yeah. thing that you could possibly do. It's not <laughs> going to work. It's an energetic mismatch. Their energies down here, meditating is a, like a level up here and you're not going to be able to bridge that gap. You know, it needs to be something, okay, okay, here, let's do this. It's right here. And then here, let's go to the next step and the next step and then work up to meditation, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like telling somebody who's really, really stressed. Okay. Just go to sleep. Like, yeah, just, no. just go to sleep. <laughs> you go like, to sleep. Really? <laughs> and in the meantime, they're like in their bed, like, <laughs> yeah, I can't you sleep. Know? Yeah, exactly. So can you explain like hypnotherapy? Like oh, what, my. what is hypnotherapy for those who are not very familiar with it. I love hypnotherapy so much. Just, I just had the best session with a lady who uh, who is now a non-smoker. Oh, and that's so awesome. I saw something like that. Yeah, explain that. Yes. Yeah, that was amazing. So we had many conversations leading up to her session because if you're not ready I'm not going to do a session with you. I know there are people who will sell you a session to get you ready, yeah. but people that do that, they, they're not successful. And I want my clients to be successful. So we had many conversations and I got to know her before we had the big session. And the big session took I don't know, an hour and 40 minutes uh, and an hour of that was just relaxing her because I got to know her personality. And hypnotherapy is just a deep state of, of relaxation. Being in a trance is just a deep state of relaxation. We go into trance, hypnosis, two times every day. The minute we wake up and we're in that dreamy state and right before we fall asleep. And that means that that chattery part of your brain that's like, oh, you didn't do the laundry and you forgot to pick up carrots and you know, you, you forgot to do this. Right? That part of your brain gets really quiet through the relaxation. And that part of your brain guards the gate to your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind or the quantum realm or whatever you want to call it, your higher self is the place where everything happens. That is the place where old memories are stored. Like uh, uncle John said that I was fat. Therefore I keep eating. Cause I have that, I have that tape running in my head. So hypno the relaxation puts the chattery part of your brain to rest. And then we can go in and put in a new belief so that Uncle John's judgment of us slides out. And then we come out going, I am a non-smoker. Wow, look at, I have 500 extra dollars a month because I don't smoke and I'm not being penalized by my insurance company. Wow, I love the way my hair smells. I love the way my clothes smells. I can do in-person healing work now because I'm not embarrassed that my hands smell, right? The person comes out of that session with that in there instead of the belief that they are a smoker and it becomes very easy to say no to the urges you'll still get an urge here and there and in that case I stay very close with my clients for that reason and of course they get the recording of their session and I teach um, I show them how to how to mark the time the time stamp 
So if, if you don't need an hour of relaxation, you know you can go to one hour and seven minutes and that's when all the suggestions, you know, I'm putting in the suggestions, we're going down the mountain, you know, I'm your brain, your mind is like on this amazing journey in the green trees and the pristine stream and the birds. And in there, the little suggestions of, not having your hair smell or having the money, not feeling like smoking, taking deep breaths are gently dropped in there. And when you come out, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not drawn to the cigarettes anymore. I'm not drawn to the food anymore. I'm not a slave to the cravings. And Jen, I love hypnotherapy so much. I love, love, love it. It's so powerful and it is so life-changing yeah life-changing and and you do your sessions also like um virtually or do they have to come see you in person or do you like do it on the phone or yeah what's yeah the phone is not so good I, I know some people do the phone I don't do the phone because yeah. I want to see where yeah. you are Right. I am I am constantly assessing the way that you're breathing, the way that you know your hands are, and other things that I look for that tell me that you are deeply relaxed and in a state of trance. Or, you know, I start to detect things about your body or your breathing that tells me, okay, let me take you a little bit deeper. Yeah. And we'll be right in the mountain, you know, right on the mountain, and I'll take you back into okay, 10, 9 eight, mm -hmm. then we'll go back to the mountain. You know, it's, it's yeah. the subconscious mind is amazing. It is, uh, you know, when, when you said mountain, I just, I kept on hearing right away, boom, boom, spirit. There, there's something, um, with a mountain and Mount Shasta, like as soon as you were talking about like mountain and such like that, I kept hearing Mount Shasta. So if, if there is somebody, let's say, um, I, it was really loud by spirit. So this is the only reason wow. I'm saying this. If there is somebody in Mount Shasta, for instance, um, um, and, and it's connected with, with hypnotherapy or such like that, or you're there and you maybe need to speak to Nori. Yes, that's your confirmation you do or whatever, but it's really, really strong. It's, it's really you. strong for some reason. I mean, I don't normally do that, but. Oh, thank it, you. It, it's like when I start getting messages from spirit, as I call it, they don't stop the message until I release it, especially Understood. if it's of some importance. So Understood. if somebody's connected out there with Mount Thank Shasta, you. I'm just Thank saying. You. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I love yeah. that you brought that up because. Like, I'm are you doing anything there? Is like, is that yeah. connected to you? Are well, you? Well, not at Mount Shasta, but as you brought up for me, that you know i'm telling you all of the nuts and bolts yeah. of hypnotherapy yeah. but the truth is i kind of go into that hypnotic state in my own way where i channel and all yes. of my yeah. sessions are yeah. guided are they're yeah. so guided and actually this uh young lady's mother came in and and gave me some suggestions for her i have chills I have chills. Yeah. So do I. I. I do. Like I. I. <laughs> I, I do right now. Actually, myself too. Uh, there's going to be something more coming from that. By the way, there. There is something more coming from that. I'm excited. Uh, even the name I already gave the show. Actually, uh, it's very interesting. Beautiful. Interesting. Thank so you. So that Jen. that's very that's very yeah wow okay I'm not okay spirit we got you we hear you we hear you we hear you we hear you. Um, <laughs> So, okay. So now you're a double law of, uh, law of attraction coach. Um, so can you explain that to the viewers? What that, what's that about? Let's say, um, mm -hmm. or like, and tell someone how to manifest, let's say, or whatever, just so they have that idea. See, this is why I'm having Nori on you guys. She has so it. many gifts and abilities. I'm just saying. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So, you know, law of attraction and law of vibration go hand in hand because everything is energy and everything vibrates at a different rate of speed. Law of attraction states that that which is desired and focused on 
you will get more of. So desired and focused on with emotion. So this explains why you get this really bad manifestation and you go, why did this come up? I didn't manifest that. But, you know, if you had a strong reaction to something that you didn't want, that energy of pushing against what you don't want mm -hmm. is as powerful as the energy of what you do want and putting the good feeling behind it. So I like to get that out of the way in the beginning because those questions usually always come up. So the idea of law of attraction is that you raise your vibration so that you are of like vibration with that that you desire. So let's say, let's say, okay, let's say you want a, a certain relationship and you know the feeling that you want in the relationship. It's not about how tall he is, what color his hair is, what color his eyes are. If you do that, you're not going to get what you want in your heart. You're going to get a prototype of something that might not be so good for you. Right. Yeah. But when you think about how do I want to feel when I'm with him? How do I want to feel when I love him? You think about that energy, right? You want him to be caring. You want him to be compassionate. You want him to be strong and funny and generous and uh, affectionate and uh compassionate, I don't know if I said that, and accepting and have mutual magnetic attraction for each other. When you think about that energy, and if you're, you know, if you're home, you know, in your flip-flops, eating bonbons and watching soap operas, you know, that vibration of the energy that you want in the relationship and the bonbons and the flip-flops, you know, are, is an energetic mismatch. So we would begin to raise our vibration, right? So you start taking care of yourself. You start going to the gym, working on your affirmations, whatever else it is, that's your thing that keeps tripping you up. Then you are, of like vibration and it is law that person is going to cross your path it is law and that's the same thing with the job the screenplay the weight loss the um the car you know physical things as well but i try to stay away from physical things because yeah. law of attraction got a bad rap because of the <laughs> physicality you know yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's an energy thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like energy attracts like, yeah. I hope Absolutely. I explain that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Okay. So now you won the NPC Virginia tall division. That is. Yes. Please share when that was and, and what it was, what it ah. was, because it's very fitting. It's very fitting. That's funny. And I wasn't really tall, but they cut the they cut the tall off at a weird number. So um, <laughs> it was back in the '90s, and I taught aerobics for 20 years, and then you know, like I said, I was I was more than 200 pounds. I had early life trauma that made me pad myself. Right, stay away from me. Don't get close to me. So I ate my way up to, to 200 and plus, and. It was a journey, you know, beginning to release the weight and do the healing. And then even when I was an aerobic instructor, I was carrying, you know, that extra 15, 20 pounds that you just kind of can't ever let yeah. go of. And I decided that I wanted to do something that really tested me and that really would make me a better person. So I entered the Virginia NPC bodybuilding competition. And I trained for it. I, I began training, I don't know, you know, I was already lifting weights, but, but uh, not training for that. Um, I trained for it for about eight months and it was the hardest thing that I ever did. You know, learning how to get over the food cravings and and really be disciplined, be disciplined, go to the gym when you don't want to go to the gym, eat the food when you don't want to eat that food, you know, not eat the peanut butter when you really want peanut butter. You know, it, it was 
Um, When your friends were going out on Friday night, I had to go home and sleep because, you know, it's, it's exercise, nutrition and rest, you know, it's, it's three integral pieces. So um, my goal was not to compete with anybody else. My goal was to become the best version of me that I could be. And my intention was that when I stepped on that stage that day, that people only saw the light of God shining from me. That's what kept me grounded. That's what kept me balanced. I had my hood on. I had my earbuds in. I didn't look at anybody. You know, I was going over my routine in my mind. And when it came time to step on the stage, I did. And I don't even remember it, you know, because it was so, you know, it was so practiced. You know, I just kind of fell into the music and did it. And the next thing I know, I won the tall division and then I won overall. So, yeah, it was amazing, Jen. I I recommend that every person do some kind of a challenge, something that really makes you put the pedal to the metal. You know, it really makes you step out of your comfort zone. That's when you find out who you are. You know, at three o'clock in the morning when you got the peanut butter jar in your hand (laughs) and the spoon and you're like, do I want to do this? Do I want to mess up my progress? You know, because it was so close to the competition. I was like, no, no. You know, that was a huge life change for me because you could understand how addicted to food I was to get to 200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. So how do you stay grounded? Ah, it takes a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm an Aquarian with Aquarius rising. It takes a lot. Um, (laughs) I I go barefoot in the, in the ground, in the, uh, in the yard often. Um, The minute I open my eyes, I begin with gratitude, you know, to God and my angels. If I miss that, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little sketchy that day. You know, I have to, it has to start the minute I open my eyes. I do a lot of breathing. I do a lot of body work. I don't do, um, well, when I work out with my clients, I'll do an hour, but personally for myself, I'll do like five, 15 minute workouts and you know one stretch one qigong one weight lifting but five of them in one day to keep me grounded you might not need that you know you might need two you know but but it's it's a holistic it's a holistic grounding for me it's the way that i think it's the way that I speak. It's the, what I do with my body. It's what I put in my mouth, you know, and I still struggle with that. You know, you put a chocolate chip cookie in front of me and, you know, I might not be trusted with that cookie. You know, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and it's physical, it's body, mind, spirit, and soul. And it's, it's a work, it's a work in progress every day. You know, I, I saw I, like Jennifer Aniston for those you know, Jennifer Aniston, the, the actress, yeah, I love her. I love her. she like, like, this is how she'll snack, right? She'll have a bag of like Doritos, let's say taco chips, you know, big bag or whatever size of bag. And she gets her cravings met. She'll take like a taco chip, let's say Dorito, whatever. And she'll take yes. a bite, just a bite yes. from that chip. And that's good. Yes. Like, yes. like, I, I mean, if I can tell you right now, if I had a bag of Doritos, I would have that bag of Doritos. I couldn't just take a little bite. She just takes a little bite. And I'm like, you, know what? You, really? you, can, you can get there because I noticed the other wow. day. I noticed the other day I bought something. I think it was chocolate chip cookies. I bought them for my godmother. And when I went to open the box, I heard myself think, I'm only going to eat one. And I thought, you know what? We all have that moment of decision. The minute we pick up that bag of Doritos, we know whether we're going to eat the whole bag or not. We know that. But if we could just take that moment of stillness and go, wait a minute, I'm only eating 10. Yeah. Pick out 10. And then if you need to go back to the bag, then you go back. But at least you've begun. You've begun to change that pattern. Right, you know, yeah. of eating the whole bag. Yeah, yeah. Pixie agrees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, "Where's my, you know, yeah, treat?" Actually, so now, do you have like, like a mentor or 
Like mm -hmm. somebody who really inspires you. I mean, you know, there I could do. be many people or, or anybody more specific, let's say. Mm -hmm. I do. I have a mentor who is slash coach. Um, I actually I have two. And then I have uh, the blessing of having other people in my life that are older than me that I look up to, you know, and they kind of mentor me for like, I've got one for business. I've got one for spirituality. Then I've got my coach, you know, who just yeah. nails me on everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, I have to, when I am without a mentor or a coach, um, yeah. I'm just not as good as I can usually be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and some people require that and some people don't. And, and I mean, yeah. like, even, even with, you know, like some of my clients, they're like, Jenny, I need some confirmations. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you just need those confirmations that you're on the right path. Yes. Right. Yes. We, our minds could be all over the place and such like that. And sometimes it's like, you know, I just, I, I just need confirmation that I'm on the right journey or whatever it is like that as well. Right. Absolutely. Like, you know, we all are going to do what we're going to do anyways. And that's how we learn if it's right for us yes. or not. Right. Yes. But just sometimes yes. hearing that it's, it's really life-changing, like really, yes. really, really life-changing. And, and, you know, just like life, I don't have an intense coaching session every week. No. You know, I, yeah. I will, I will go into a time depending upon my life rhythms or what's going on where I have an intense couple of months, then I gather everything that I learned during those months, then I go implement it. And then once I implement it and equalize, I'm ready to go up to the next step. Yeah. Then I yeah. come back and I gather more, do the work, and then I go implement it. And that's kind of how with my coaching clients, yeah. just my coaching, not my physical client, my uh, my physical training clients, my coaching <laughs> clients are the same way. You know, they come, they learn, they, they reach yeah. a, sign, a certain threshold, they go and they implement, and then they circle back around when they're ready. And, and I love that because then I get to do life with them, you know, yeah. and that's when, that's when other things come up, they get sick, then they can call me and I can help them with that, Through it, you know, yeah. with the healing and with being a nurse. And yeah. Yeah. When, when was your I mean, I know we've all had many, of course, but when was your biggest life lesson? Do you think? Yeah, there's, I've had several my, myself, but you know, do you have like one where you're like, you know, boy, that was, that yeah. was a huge lesson for me, yeah. regardless yeah. of what. And I mean, that's how we learn. That's how we discover what's right for us and what's not right for us. And so on, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. And it's so funny because this is a, this is a new life lesson that I learned. And yeah. if I would have looked from the past going forward, go, I'd go, yeah, that's, that's, that's not a big life lesson, but from here, looking back, it, it is way bigger because it was so painful and it was recent and there was two different ones at the same time. Yeah. And it was, it was my lesson in learning about relationships. Like I've done so much work about relationship, male, female relationships. This was about friendships, you know, and it was, it was a really difficult lesson. And it, it seemed to come out of nowhere. And it literally brought me to my knees. I mean, on the floor with my face in the carpet, crying. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. But now I'm so grateful for it, you know, because I learned so much not only about myself, which was the painful part, you yeah. know, to go, oh my God, was I doing that? Was I, was I being that way? Or, you know, looking at my part. And it's interesting because I tend to take the blame for everything. So I have to work to really see the other person's part. You know, I, yeah. I know the initial insult that created the trauma, 
but then I have to go back and go, okay, so, you know, there was this about them, Nori, it wasn't all you, you know, so, so that's how I have to navigate it. I don't automatically just blame the other person because then I'm wasting precious time on what I really was there to learn. Yeah. You know? And that was about me and to change parts of me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's never easy whenever especially when it's somebody close to us who's <sighs> really hurt us and betrayed us. I mean, we've, we've all been there. I've been there myself many times as well. And yeah. it, it gives you a wake up call. And I mean, I, I, I don't point my finger at this person and this person. I look at myself yes. first of all, you know, and then I review yeah. everything and you know, then, then it's like, okay, what, what happened and how, and, looking yes. at reality with things and it's yeah. never easy it, it's never easy to to experience that if it's family or friends or co-worker yeah. or like whoever it is it, it's it's all painful right yeah yeah and I'm I, I'm always grateful like even if it's somebody that's really betrayed me let's say whatever you know I'll be like okay and yet I still wish that person I don't have to say it to them i wish that person the best in my mind i'm like okay spirit you yes. know um i'm grateful for my time i shared with them for whatever length it was and the good times yeah. um and i always send them love and want the best for them regardless of what and then i'll forgive them within myself mm. not that i'm saying it was okay what they did right. to me or how they treated me exactly. it's just so i can walk the opposite direction in peace and so yes. i can shake it off Yes. And it's, and whatever journey they have to go through and lessons, that's up to them. But at least I know I walk my foot Absolutely. this opposite direction. That's exactly what I do. And that's it. It's like, yes. when I lose respect for somebody, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's, gone. it's, it's yes. gone. There's yes. a difference. There, there's a really big difference. So, so now you're beautiful, little pixie, right? Yeah. You're beautiful, little pixie. And I, I wanted, I wanted to bring, of course, and it's really good that Pixie was showing because I had this vision of you, actually. It was, I, I don't, I don't think I text you that, not that it's going to happen today at all. Like, the, like whenever, 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 when you eventually, like not anytime soon, when you eventually pass away, because I'm also an animal communicator, I literally saw you, right? with a lot of dogs and even yes. animals that have passed on that you're connecting yes. with and animals in your other lifetimes being all surrounded around you Ugh. and feathers. So you know that you do the postings of feathers yes, as well. Yes. So what is, what is the meaning behind your feathers? And, and you have such an amazing close bond with, with your dog. I do. I do. I have, I had, I had a bond with, with all of my dogs, but Pixie is, Pixie's special, mm -hmm. you know, Pixie um, teaches me, she's a law of attraction dog. She only does what feels good, you know, so she teaches me that she teaches yeah. me that, but she also is like a mirror for me. She shows me when I'm off, you know, she really, yeah. she helps ground me. Yeah, which is which is amazing. Hang on. Hey, come here. Come here. Come here. You. Come here. We're just talking about you. We're just yeah, exactly about you. right. Exactly. Just talking about you right now. <laughs> um, but Jen, the feathers, the feathers blow me away. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've talked myself into. It's just coincidence. You know, you've got a down pillow and then the tiniest little feather will show up in the most unlikely place, like on my keyboard, Jen. I'll walk out and go to the bathroom and come back in and a little tiny feathers on my keyboard. Yeah. And I always note yeah. what's going on, where I am and what that might be, why the angels are letting me yeah. know at that specific moment that they are with me. Yeah. And it's such a blessing. It's yeah. such a gift. When, when I used to work at the hospice, um, every now and then I'd find a feather and I'd, I'd always have my phone on me 
and I would take a photograph of the feather and I'd put it in my hospice album. I was I was told I had to remove my album. Um, so I deleted it all. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was that's another story, but oh, but feathers, oh. I mean, like, and there is it's like when somebody passes, let's say, you know, for those of you, you might not have noticed, let's say, and it doesn't happen to every single person, but just to give you just an example, because I'm really connected with feathers as well myself for many reasons. Um, but there, there was a feather that was left on the floor just as this person had passed. I picked up this feather in my hands and it melted away right in my hands. Oh my goodness. That's so yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like our angels are there to, to take us. And, and sometimes they'll give you those signs Ugh. that we're here and such like that. And, and even whenever the feather, like I see feathers all the time when I go outside myself for different mm -hmm. reasons, I'm looking for confirmations as well. And, yes. and, and that's why I wanted to bring up the feathers because you, you do postings every day. And every time I see the feather, it, I'm like, wow, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. I just, I, I mean, I love it myself personally. It's, it's right? such a blessing, Jen. I mean, I was the person when I was younger and I would go to psychics. Yeah. The minute I would walk in, they'd go, Oh my God, you have so many family members and angels around you. <laughs> and then yeah. I had curling and photography and they showed me the same thing. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. You know, cause I was adopted <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got two families rooting for me. Yes. I don't know. Yes. And, um, but that's, it was after that. And then I realized that the feathers were intentional, that it made me really appreciate what the feathers mean. Yeah. yeah. What Ab absolutely. I, I know that just to give you a quick story, just for those yeah. of you, after my dad had passed, um, it was like minus, I had to do the funeral and all of that on my own. And um, the day I had to go to the funeral home, it was way across the other side of the city. It was minus 36 out oh and the roads were ice. And I get into my truck and I'm like, okay, dad, if you're with me, I need you here because I don't know if I'm even going to make it there. The roads are so bad. If I broke down, you're going to freeze to death. Yeah. So I do have feathers actually hanging in my truck with mm -hmm. all of with lots of other little things and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was driving and I started to get really nervous because the roads were like, and I'm like, Oh my God. And yeah. all of a sudden I felt my dad right beside me appear, like sitting right next to me in my truck and the feathers that I had in my, my mirror, my rear view mirror, they fell off and went on the floor. I had no windows open because yeah. it's minus 36. Right. Ooh. And I felt him and I, and I'm like, okay, oh, I know I'm going to be okay. And I made it there. Aww, like I, 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 I made it there, you know, like feathers for me, there's oh. many reasons I love them. And, and, but yeah, that, that vision That's... I had of you, there was you, there was like pixie, there was all of these other animals all around you. It was absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Thanks. and it was like, you were in heaven, right? It's not Thank right away. You. Don't get me wrong. Right. You. It, you know, but I literally saw that and felt that with you. I love that. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. If I could take a photograph of that, like I what I saw, so like, <laughs> oh, it, it was, it was quite the thing. Cause I know yeah. you're very connected with your baby. Right. I just love, love Pixie. Yeah. So, yeah. so now do you have anything that else you'd like to share? Cause we're wrapping up here. Um, no, Jen, I just think our conversation was so full and comprehensive and complete. I'm, I'm, I'm just so satisfied. It was just lovely. I'm so grateful. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Of course, you know, and I, I wanted to do this, of course, um, so people can get to know you more personally. And I'm also going to start to do live shows every now and then. So for those of you out there who would like to talk to Nori about anything you want, she's going to be coming back at another time and we're going live. So please make sure you leave some comments below 
if you would like to see Nori live and such like that and so on, it's probably not going to happen until early next year. And we're going to have the links where you can connect with Nori, how you can reach her. She's on, you know, your, your quantum wellness channel. You have like team alpha broadcast, which I'm always so grateful whenever I'm on your show, always mm -hmm. so grateful, so grateful yeah. myself. Yeah. So we're, we're on every Tuesday night, um, 8 PM Eastern broadcast team alpha. We have incredible guests. Jenny is one of our favorites Friday night at seven 30. I have my quantum well-being show. It's a real quickie. It's like a half hour, but it's, it's kind of like Jenny's show here where we're a little bit more personal and talk about health and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, I think the only thing I would like to say, Jen, is for everybody to, if you feel like you want to talk to me, you know, most people are kind of scared to make that first step. Yeah. You know, we can have a conversation. There is no expectation. There is, you know, there is nothing that I'm going to rope you into. If you want to have a conversation <laughs> yeah. just to explore the possibilities of, of how you might become more of being you full out, don't hesitate to reach out to me. It's free. I'm here. I'm very generous with my time and I would love to talk with you. So thanks, Jen. Well, there you go, everyone. There you go. And I want to thank Nori, thanks, Jen. my dear friend, Nori, for coming on, thank taking the so time much. and coming on as well. And thank you, thank you everyone for tuning in to Soul to Soul Connections with Jenny G. You can catch it on my podcast and and a lot of different platforms. The information will be below. And again, if you'd like to book a reading with me, soulworkwithjenny.com. And make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel to get notifications whenever new episodes are coming out and, and my other content on YouTube. So again, Thank you, Nori, with love and light to you and your beautiful little pixie. And I'll talk to you soon. Namaste.